noise. <laughs> Go. Okay. Start now. It'll turn green here. Getting ready. We're live. Almost. Our content is receiving. Be on standby. This is the part where they have like the spinning logos and like five, four, three, two, one. Oh yeah. And, and we're live. live. Since we don't have any intro music, we're gonna hit the beginning of the recording session. Okay. For the podcast listeners on SoundCloud. Oh, yeah. I'll just have to quit that. Anyhow. Welcome to the Wheel Talk Podcast Take 2 with our special guest, and I think we can hear me on the microphone. We can't hear me in the headphones, but we're here with Matthew and Mike. Hello, Matthew here. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Welcome to our little podcast. Yay! Our little podcast. Let's try this again. So, uh, Matt. Yeah. I'll, I'll, let me introduce. Let me introduce. Yeah, start, start it up again. Yeah, Mike. Tell us your last name. Uh, buen dia. Buen dia? Yes. Buen dia. Is that like literal translation, like good day? Yeah. Yeah. It's Spanish for a good day. Cool. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. Um, yeah, dude, welcome. Uh, first time I met you was back in uh, maybe 2016, 17? Yeah, I think but that. I don't remember when that was. It 16, was for the pizza race. Yeah, that might have been 2015. Was it 15? It was a while ago. Oh, shit. Okay. Well. Anyways, you were hosting a bike race uh, in August, and that was my first bike race ever. And then um, mine too. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Um, how do we hear about? How do we hear about that one? I don't even remember. Oh, I don't know either. How we heard? Two to pizza, but I mean, I couldn't say no because pizza is my favorite food. I also yeah. love pizza. Yep. Yeah. What was the inspiration besides just the love of pizza? Uh, I mean, I just had this idea for a while because I love pizza and I was working part time at a pizza place as well as working at a bike shop. And I was like, oh, I should like I just had the idea of uh, planning an alley cat, which I had done in the past and tying all of my favorite things together. Was this the first one in Seattle? Yeah. First one in Seattle. First alley cat in Seattle. Yeah. First alley cat I planned in Seattle. What were you done previously? Uh, I had done alley cats in Erie, Pennsylvania, which mm-hmm. is where I was living before uh, I moved to Seattle. And then I did a, a scavenger hunt in Orlando, Florida, which is where I lived before PA. Right on. Damn. Um, and tell, tell me more about the ones in Erie, PA. I used to live out in western Pennsylvania myself. Yeah. I spent some time up north and <clears throat> continued biking, or, well, learned, I pretty much learned to bike up there. Yeah, Erie's a cool little town with, like, a pretty... At the time when I was living there, which was, you know, back in 2009, uh, it had a good bike community, but it was so small that it was kind of this conglomeration of all types of cyclists. So it was like roadies, uh, commuters, you got like the old dudes with the ponytails riding like mountain bikes yeah. uh, that were riding like side by side with the same uh, guys in like spandex and like the fixie kids and the guys on tall bikes so, so basically Seattle, but just much, much smaller. Yeah, and there was no segregation between <laughs> oh, the different, yeah, no between the like bike, between the bike groups, you know, like, Ooh. you know, here in Seattle, you've got like the cascade riding groups and there's like the weekend warriors that race, cyclocross peeps, there's like the fixie kids, the messengers and everyone, the polo people, yeah, they yeah. all kind of like keep to their own circles. 
but here it was so small that there were maybe like I don't know 30 people that were like heavily into cycling did they do like critical mass rides <laughs> yeah the group yeah they did critical mass uh which was yes. cool the 30 deep yeah 30 <laughs> deep i think Not a good day <laughs> yeah people they talked about it they were like oh this one time we had like 100 people which was like such a big deal for them there but i mean in seattle getting 100 people to bike together i mean like if you've been to dead baby there's yeah, got to be at, there's got to be at least a thousand people riding in that right. so right it's just like different different vibes different type of biking but sure yeah 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 erie was cool um it's just a small city and they'd never had an alley cat and i just saw the opportunity i was like oh i can plan this i think it'd be really fun uh the first one i think was just kind of generic themed like the major landmarks in erie just Mm -hmm. kind of a 20 mile jaunt around town and then the second one i did was on i think it was like in uh june so it was kind of like close to the first day of summer. So it was all summer themed. Okay. And it was like you had to go to the amusement park there and like get a ticket for the the scrambler, and then like another another one of the checkpoints. Like you just got shot with super soakers. Like people didn't know about it. You also like the manifesto was glued on the inside of encyclopedias. So it was like oh before you get get to summer you have to do your homework. So everyone grabbed your manifesto and I just had all these encyclopedias I had gotten out of a dumpster oh. and glued the manifest in it. So everyone that. everyone had to carry around like a giant book. Oh, that's so, that's, yeah. I mean that's also great. It's, yeah. I mean like the the fun is the challenge, you know. Yeah, right, right. And then being the challenge of getting wet out anytime that they have me like jump into water um right through a fountain or something like that. Uh, I know that's that just changes the entire race from there. Oh I mean, yeah, that's a great elements of a of a bike race too. I also love the alley cats too. Is that's kind of you sort of know, but you don't know exactly what you're getting into. Yeah, yeah. Best There's always some surprises. To not mm-hmm. expect or to expect everything and nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, think just go, enough for everything. Yeah, just go in with like just be down. DT uh, DTF down to fun. Down, down to fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what what did it take to plan the alley cat race in Seattle? Like, what was that experience like? Uh, it's it's a long process, but it's not a hard process. Yeah, you just kind of have to figure out what you want and then call all the people. It's a lot of just like cold calling and emails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for this, the pizza cat that I did uh, tour to pizza, right. I had to call just like every pizza place in town and try to like talk to their managers or owners and be like, Hey, are you guys like down with us doing this ride? Yeah. You guys down to fun. Um, can you like donate some pizza? Like everything was donated. Yeah. yeah. It helped working at bike works cause people know bike works. So I can just yeah. be like, Hey, I work at bike works. I'm planning this thing, even though it was, wasn't really like sanctioned by bike works. Yeah. That's good though. You got an in. Yeah. But I had an in and got to like use the name. Um, yeah, but, places donated pizza and then called around for prizes got like bag companies um detours donated some bags I yeah think. so what's or, the kind of or, call you make when you call them you say hey you know what just i would say like extra hey, stuff yeah i'd be like hey i'm i'm planning a you know like a fundraiser it's going to be like a bike ride mm. left out a lot of the details about like oh it's an alley cat people are going to be running red lights and drinking beer <laughs> oh yeah keep it yeah right yeah so i just was like keeping it very vague but like hey i'm playing this fundraiser which it was all the proceeds did go to bike works cool. um it's like hey do you want to like donate something and people were really generous like 2020 gave like a hundred dollar gift certificate uh bike works mm. gave a gift certificate 
Sizzle Pie gave tons of shit. Like I got some of their sunglasses. Yeah, they had like sunglasses, <laughs> t-shirts. Um, Pizza Fest was happening that weekend, which is like a punk music fest. So they gave out like two tickets and some t-shirts and stuff. That's fantastic. Yeah. So you just call up and just see what they got. You man. just call, yeah. Oh, man, people are so nice though. It's amazing what you can get done just making a couple of phone calls. Just making phone calls, exactly. Or yeah, exactly. Just uh, phone calls, emails. I mean, that's um, how I ended up here. You guys, I mean, you came into the... Well, we the ended up here. You ended up here because you did the pizza raise. Right. Oh, how many years ago? Full so, circle. Right. Full circle now. That actually yes. brings me to the other Stamp Redemption type games that, have, uh, that we've noticed is the bike bingo thing. Yeah. Um, you know, we've talked to Bicycle Benefits a little bit about t- possibly working, about building... They did a bike race one time. They mm. wanted to do one last year. But nobody really had the opportunity to do it. But now we're kind of thinking this year, Wheel Talk sponsored something. Um, Trying to get involved. Yeah, trying to get involved with it. And you've worked with Bicycle Benefits in the past. Can you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah. um, I just know Ian from being in the bike world. Actually, when I first moved to Seattle, I was doing bicycle pizza delivery through a pizza place called Za Pizza. Uh, which I don't think even exists anymore. No, the last one uh, was up on Greenwood. Or no, on Fremont Avenue. Yeah, or uh, Stoneway. Stoneway, Stoneway. Yeah, yeah so that's closed. I think they're like all closed in Seattle. But they did bike delivery, and I was like a... did bike delivery with them for a little bit. Um, And every night after I'd get off of work, I'd kind of just like go out with my coworkers and and go to bars. And there was this guy that kept like meeting up with us, and he was just like dirty and smelly and he had like everything he owned in a trailer behind his bike but he like met up with us like consistently every night and we'd go out drinking and i was just like i don't know who this guy is but like Uh he's here all the time and he's super rad um i just thought he was like one of my coworkers' friends or just some guy that was like happened to be in the neighborhood in ballard apparently he was just in the neighborhood yeah but then, then it turns out he like is bike benefits like he just rides his bike around the country like selling stickers and setting up this program it's like all run by him pretty much really yeah I didn't Damn. have a dead drop for uh for a bingo card last year for him like i was riding home from work and i didn't have the two dollars so i went back the next day on my commute dropped two bucks in the uh in the parking meter or no it was like a crosswalk and we, we, we had an agreement. It was pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> Never done a dead drop before. Yeah, he's a, a, <laughs> a dead drop. He's a, a rad guy, and it's, like, when you meet him, he's just, like, so chill, and um, he's definitely, like, down to fun. Like, he's, he, yeah, I think yeah. he's, like, a ski bum in the wintertime, and then just, like, rides his bike around Seattle, like, pushing bike benefits during the summer. I've seen him at the top of Dexter, just like, bike month, woo! Yeah. <laughs> so he's just, like, a cool, like, Cool dude. Um, yeah, it was really cool to me. He gave me a, a, a few of these to hand out, which are the... Uh, I've since... I, I mean... I'm yeah, I got honest. a friend that I uh, actually met when I was... I stopped at one of these stops to pick up, you know, some free beer. And As bumped into a guy. He says, <laughs> says, oh, what are you doing? So I, I gave him one of these and I gave him a sticker and said, you know, told him about it. And apparently he, like, he got all the stamps and everything like that. And then we've been kicking it once in a while from then. So, I mean, it's just... Is this the one that came to Space Race? Or we met at Space Race? Or was that a different person? No, 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 no I remember. He came to the Point 83 ride the other night. Yes, yeah. Last year. Last year. But, yeah. no, it's just a great way to get people together. I think it's... And, I mean, what a life that guy's got, too. Ian, I mean, that's basically <laughs> what he does, you know? Yeah, yeah. People and we're on the lookout for him. So if anybody's seen him, let us know. Because we want to try and do a race. You'll see. Yeah, yeah. you'll and see well, him. No, I know we'll see him. I'm just <laughs> putting out the... 
trying to use our channels here. Uh huh. Put the word out. That would be a good game too. It's like you know where in the world is. Ian's Ian. Ian. We'll bike- Put it on the bike bingo thing. Like, yeah, you have to encounter Ian, get a, a stamp. <laughs> the ultimate cool. prize, if you get to Ian first. You said they were big in Buffalo, though, Bicycle Benefits. They are, we too. Buffalo's got a huge there. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was at Buffalo this summer. And they've got a bunch of Bicycle Benefit uh, businesses out there, and they got a slow roll that they do. Like, a thousand people show up, too, for that. So That's really cool. With bike stuff. And Buffalo is a really pretty city, too. But... Uh, yeah, dude, I don't know. Um, whenever he's here, though, we should all hook up and ride well, bikes. Well, it and seems like it's a very yeah. loose network <laughs> of bicycle benefits, but I really like the concept of bicycle benefits as a whole as far as, like, you see the sticker in a window, you know you're, you're going to have a good place to lock your bike out. Someone's not going to, you know, let it get stolen if they're around. I don't me know. Too. It's just me a... Too. It's a good... Um, it's like AAA for bikes is what I think about it. Yeah. Yeah, and the, like if I were in another town, like in Buffalo, I'm like, oh, bike benefits. I'd be so be pumped like, to see bike yeah. benefits in another town. Mm-hmm. I just know, like, the deals are always pretty good too. Like, I don't have any investment in bike benefits, but I'm like, no, gonna no, pro- I'm gonna promote the shit out of it anyway because yeah, I yeah. love it. That's, yeah, like that's how we feel about bike works. By yeah, the way, just mm-hmm. on the on the deal. Oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> um, built my bicycle, both bicycles from parts from Bike Works. Um, super rad spot. Um, how did you get involved with them, or do you want to talk about that a little bit, or? Uh, sure. Um, it's kind of like this long story. Yeah. Uh, I, w- when I was in Erie, I was working for a refugee resettlement agency, and I wanted to create, like, a system of getting bikes to people who had, like, just come to the U.S., didn't have, like, a way to get around, and was just looking up other organizations that did stuff like that in mm-hmm. the country, and BikeWorks came up, so I yeah. learned about BikeWorks, like, before I even lived in Seattle, well, then I found out I was going to be moving to Seattle and uh, I was like, oh, I should connect with Bike Works and try to like work there. And that's what I did. Like I sure just, enough, yeah, just comes together. Cool. Yeah, I did like pizza work for a long time, uh, like years in Seattle, but was just like volunteering at Bike Works and then just nice. invested enough time in them that they were like, oh, do you want like a part time job? And then that came into like you know, see another seasonal job just like kept moving through the company until I got a permanent position. It took a few years, but now I'm there. That's great, though, man. That's What's your great. current? What would you call yourself now, currently, um, in Bike Works world? We in my department we call ourselves the Warehouse Wizards. Ah, yes. Because we we work in the warehouse there. Um, it's a lot of donation sorting, like moving bikes around, deciding where they go, uh, which bikes are good to sell in the shop, which mm-hmm. ones we should strip for parts, which ones we should give to programs to give away. Yeah. Right yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I like the warehouse a lot. So the warehouse sales, right. Find the goodies, the frames that, yeah, strip down frames. It's like, you can tell someone knows where the, it's like, these are good parts. And I don't know, I always feel like it's a great deal. Um, yeah, they have. I mean, just basket no bikes. <laughs> I love the. I mean, the bikes in there too. You could tell are uh, definitely like refurbishable, and you yeah. can remake them all you want to as well. Yeah, it's it's all due to like the volume that we get. I think we get like seventy five hundred bikes donated a year, okay. and so like we're only taking maybe like not even twenty percent of those bikes, or maybe about like twenty percent of those bikes is what we we keep. Hmm. So it's like, oh, we're just like skimming the cream off the top, you know, and oh, okay. re redonating all the other ones. Like we send tons of bikes to Africa. Nice. Whoa, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Or I mean not us, but we work with people. Right, that right, do right. It. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. So well, that's good, the man. recycling process continues beyond yeah. what Bike Works does. Nice. Uh, and it's just in the Columbia City area for right now, or is there? Yeah, I don't think we're looking to expand or anything. Yeah, that was the, <laughs> but yeah, the we're, we're just holding it down on the south end. That's what's up. Yeah, I love the location too. Actually, um, and just the mission involved in trying to get all trying to get younger people involved in it. Uh, yeah, you volunteered there before to, too, right? Yeah, I volunteered there, and I work with the where I where I work. We work on getting the hookup with the 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 bike rama yeah do each summer and uh, yeah bike works always like yeah take 40 bikes do you want to you want to claim that many I'm like yeah we can get that many signed up it's like 40 bikes for kids that's for awesome so nice. yeah See, thanks for doing that yeah well i mean yeah it's fantastic it's a it's a perfect way to hook up there uh the two organizations anyways cool so i would also what is it the uh, write it like you built it. Your yeah. Write, write it, it like you earned it. Write it like you earned it. Yeah. What's that about? Uh, I've read about it online, but maybe you could probably explain it a little yeah. better. So our our flagship program uh, is created for youth in order for them to get a bike, but also teaching them kind of how to fix bikes and then just how to be a human, like not be a, a jerk <laughs> in a way. Well, that that comes with the t- well, hopefully it comes with the territory of bicycles, yeah. but so yeah, we it, it's kind of a mixture of uh, mechanics and mentorship. Cool. So we we teach youth how to fix bikes and then at the end of their class they get to earn a bike that they can like fix up and keep for themselves. Then if they stay in the program like the first class they get BMX bikes, second class they get mountain bikes, third class they get road bikes, then they have an opportunity to be uh, what they, we call a bike leader and that's kind of the more mentorship position. So some of the older youth who have been there for years, yeah. they like stick around and they help teach the other kids like how to fix bikes, which that's, is cool. That's even better, man. Because yeah. sometimes, you know what's funny is that my job, I try to talk to kids and they're like, yeah, okay, whatever. But you get another kid to talk to them and they're like, Oh yeah, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> especially like big. There's this. I don't matter anymore. There's this weird divide where like a big kid to a little kid is like someone to look up to. Yeah. But then like an adult to a little kid is just like this authority authority figure. figure. Yeah. yeah. So that's that. That's great too. Peer mentoring is. That's genius. And then they'll, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. There. Uh, there's like kids in our. It's funny. Like some of the kids that have been there since as long as I've been there which is like almost five years, like four and a half years, they have earned so many bikes because they just like, you put in hours and the hours are kind of their currency. Yeah. So they just put in enough hours there that they'll come in with like dirt jumpers and like Trixie Fixies and like weird bikes that they're, they're so, they're just like, whatever, you know, like I'm testing out the water. So they build these like weird bikes, like upright cruisers on uh road bike frames and stuff like that no, oh we were, that's cool we were actually thinking about a segment that's one of the rules of biking isn't it n plus one is the number of bikes oh yeah <laughs> the number of bikes that you should own yeah always one more yeah they're really living that to the fullest I mean, you don't have to give them back i mean you're just building more bikes right yeah I, it's as they can build as many as their parents will let them keep <laughs> yeah <laughs> And when you get older, you can keep as many bikes as you want, kids, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. And when you build your own bike, you're definitely more proud of it. And more likely to ride it, too, yeah. I think. And less likely to give it up. And less likely oh, yeah. to give it up, right. And take care of it. Definitely. Oh, that's great, man. So, uh, what else? Do you have any cool bike stories of uh, about Seattle? Just, like, fond memories mm-hmm. outside of anything else that you... What about Seattle and biking keeps you here besides anything else that you do? Uh, I'm, 
There's so much like, like I, adventure biking. I guess yeah. I'm, leading, I'm leading the question towards like adventure biking. I I do another one of my passions. Yeah. yeah, I do love adventure biking. Kind of like I I've narrowed my bikes down. I've got three right now. Okay. They're all kind of adventure bikes. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, I love it. Like Seattle has a lot of great opportunities for adventure biking. Just like mm-hmm. doing short tours and stuff, off road riding. Like oh, yeah. just lat. What was it? There was a super sunny monday i don't think was it last week or the week before it was like 70 was like degrees out oh. yeah we've had in the last two months <laughs> but i just like threw my mountain bike on the bus out uh, to issaquah and like yeah. rode what is what grant number, what bus number is the that? 554 554 mm. yeah you catch it i caught it um in yeah. front of cinerama yep and then took it all the way out to downtown issaquah you hit the issaquah preston trail sound transit right uh, yeah sound transit so i'm thinking of a metro bus that goes out there too but sound transit's quicker yeah sound transit's quicker and it's cush it feels like you're on <laughs> yeah, yeah. like a coach bus or something a couple times for yeah adventure. it's so nice no plug We're, we don't have spots for sound transit <laughs> if you want to i'm a big big fan <laughs> anyway, of public transit same here um, yeah, you can take the bus out there, and then, like, Grand Ridge isn't super far, which is an awesome mountain bike trail. Like, took that to Duthie Park, did a couple runs on there. Yeah, Duthie's got trails some trails there. Yeah, you could, uh, they have, like, everything at Duthie, huh? Downhill, yeah, downhill, like, pump tricks, tracks. pump tracks. Yeah, it's all so much fun. That place is cool. So, yeah, like, I'll go out there. Like, you know, you can do that in a day, and it's so easy. You don't need a car. Like, there's not a lot of places you can do that in C- except Seattle. Right, uh, that's true. Yeah, just bike, it, yeah. Take your bike, and then the next morning, come and catch the bus back. Oh, I didn't even camp out. Like, I did it just, like, in a couple, you know, because it only takes 40 minutes to take the bus out there. Then what is Grand Ridge is, like, seven miles one way. I mean, you're you're putting in, like, 25 miles probably, but it's not that bad. On Thursday night, by the way, 25, that was the ride, 25 miles. Oh, was that, was that point eighty three? That was point eighty three. Yeah. It It took us on both the bridges. Both bridges. It was a long one. Oh, but good. Thursday was like the nicest night. It was night. so gorgeous. It was, it was so nice. Yeah. Watching the sunset from women. Yeah, I saw like pictures yeah. of people like floating <laughs> in tubes in the lake. Yeah. I was like, that's awesome, man. Like, get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, live, yeah, live the life you want to live, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And got- then go mess up people's like peace and, peace and quiet over in Bellevue. Right. And, and Kirkland. <laughs> like, ah, you guys have a public dock. I'm jumping in. <laughs> We got a couple of those public docks in Seattle. There's the T dock. I'm looking. I was just telling someone about they do the ramp. You can ramp your bike into it or something. Oh, that would be so there's much a, fun. There's a point eighty three ride coming up. There. I don't know what it is. We gotta find out. Uh, the bike happy blog. Have you? Are you getting that newsletter? Mm-hmm. Bike happy. I don't know who it is, but we gotta find out. But they're putting together. They have a newsletter of all the bike events that are going on in Seattle, and it's not comprehensive. But I mean, it is comprehensive for. What yeah, they have access to, but it could be a very valuable tool, I think. For sure. To bring all of these separate. Like having like a big calendar for yeah, 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 kind of a thing. I know like the, uh, the bike blog also does similar uh, calendar as well. Yeah. But anyways, anyway, anyways not sponsors. I'm, by yeah. the way, just <laughs> disclosure. Yeah. yeah. Just big things. We can put your name on it. I'll link to it. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, what else? What else we got in here? Anything else? say oh yeah we got lots of stuff to say (laughs) lots of stuff to talk about oh uh Uh, if i may add like one more thing about the adventure biking yeah let's keep um yeah like summer is almost there like we got our first taste i love that we have access to so many like state parks and stuff that you can camp out where like 
we, like my coworkers and I will often go out like a couple times in the summer, uh-huh. just leave work, bike over to Faye Bainbridge Park, which is like a park you can camp at that's on oh, the beach. Oh yeah, yeah. it's, it's amazing. But it's so close, you can, we'll go after work, uh, camp out there, hang out, drink beers. We'll oh, get yeah. a pizza delivered, so we don't even need to, what? like, break. Yeah. Pizza delivered? You can get, down, yeah, you can, park. you can get a pizza That's delivered to the park. <laughs> no, it's not rustic at all. But then we'll just, like, hang out, sleep, like, right next to the beach, wake up, catch the ferry, go to work the next day. Oh. You know? It's just, like, that's living the dream. That is, that, that really is, too. Yeah, there's Especially because there's no camping in parks around here. Yeah, there's a well, yeah, you're right. You can camp in parks in Seattle. Yeah, there's, there's a, people that do, but there are. There's a couple of places I think it's like good and safe, and you won't get in trouble to camp out in Seattle. But you got to be kind of secretive. Okay. I'm not going to say I'm on the air. Yeah, nope. don't spoil this. Don't, <laughs> don't spoil the secret. But if you're we'll really talk, adventurous. Yeah, we'll talk about it off the record. <laughs> Perfect. Going there tonight. Yeah, <laughs> there, there are really um, being respectful to the lands and like Bureau of Land Management, I think. I think it's BLM lands that you can cut, or definitely natural or national forests you can camp. Like anywhere, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you can get your bike up there, no problem, without a discovery pass. Discovery passes are for cars, by the way. If you don't have a car, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. It's oh, kind of yeah. nice. I've done that research. If you're in Washington State. Mm-hmm. Oh, I really wanted to mention something. You said that you did a lot of pizza delivery? Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. I pizza delivered for like six months, too. Yeah, I remember I used to see you around my neighborhood <laughs> delivering pizzas. Yeah. Oh, yes. and, the, and the Domino's uniform, and oh, that's just the worst. But, <laughs> <laughs> but biking around is the best part. And it's quick money. It's really fun to do, especially in the summertime. But it was... Um, anyways. Anyways, I guess uh, we're going to have somebody else on here, too. Uh, talking about bike delivery, but what do you, uh, tell us about, about, like, the bike delivery life. How long were you, uh, uh, like, doing that, keeping that up? Were you sustaining yourself the whole time? Did yeah. you do it through the winter, too? I did it through the winter. I think, I only did bike delivery, I don't, at first, I was doing, like, more bike delivery in Capitol Hill and a little bit in Ballard. Oh, yeah. Um, Ballard was awesome, because it's on a grid, and it's basically just, like, one incline from whatever their main drag is, like, Leary, mm. um, just, like, up to 85th. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, like, this gentle incline, so it was never that bad. Usually... Yeah, I mean, 8th eight, was good. Um, 24th, like, any of the big roads, yeah, they all have yeah. bike lanes on it going uphill, which is awesome. But then Capitol Hill was not so rough, because we were, like, right on that ridge yeah. by the, the TJs and the Central Co-op. That's where the Za pizza used to be. So, okay. like, people would order a pizza down in the valley, like, on 23rd or something. Oh. So, I'd have to, like, go up and over the hill. Yeah. And then, like, back up and down. Was, yeah. Um, but then uh, I actually did scooter delivery, like a motor scooter. They had a fleet there for most of the winter, which was, like, good because it was fast. Mm-hmm. But it was awful because you never worked up a sweat and it's just, like, cold and you're wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that would be painful. And also, but quicker it's like trade-offs i don't know yeah it was yeah it's give and take but i did that for like a year and a half so man i love that stuff though it's 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 a lot of fun i'm just i'm kind of jealous that you get to still do bikes and still make money like bikes and money are kind of like uh kind of a dream job yeah but also i don't know if i really want to mix the mix the two but i wouldn't see it being so bad do you like do you ever get like sick of like being around bikes all the time i couldn't imagine that would be 
No, I mean, no. I love... Good. <laughs> I love bikes. It's like... That's why, we're, that's why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like a dream job. Good. Um, good. And I love the organization. Like, I've worked at other shops before, and it just feels good that I'm working towards something that I actually care about, you know, like getting bikes mm-hmm. to people mm-hmm. and, like, working with youth and bikes as opposed to just wrenching on, like, weekend warriors, like, multi-thousand dollar, yeah. like, toy or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah, I'm sure you could get a, a job at any other shop that you wanted to, but... And, like you are saying, in Pennsylvania, you were already thinking about how you could get bikes to other people who just showed up to the neighborhood, too, so... Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of people like showing up to the neighborhoods in Seattle, by the way. Uh-huh. There are, yeah, yeah. <laughs> different types of people. Yeah, and I've seen more people on bikes than ever, I think in the six or seven years that I've lived in Seattle and with bike yes, share. I, yes. I keep saying this. We were talking on Thursday about as much as I want to get frustrated with the people that are on bike shares and how slow they are. And But every time I try to think about it as that's a person that's not going to be on a bike otherwise. Right. Yeah. It's their first day. It might be their first day out. And that's awesome because the more yeah. people on bikes. I see a lot of, a lot of, a lot of uh, like, Teenagers too on the bikes. Yeah, the yeah, groups yeah. of them in groups. Yeah, like eight of them. Eight, yeah, eight, you don't see that regularly. I mean, it's the mm-hmm. I like the solo aspect of the bike, but that's just me. It's really mm-hmm. cool to see the groups. Yeah, I love the bike share. Like, I love seeing people on bikes, and I also have used them so many times. They're so convenient. Where I'll go out, mm-hmm. um, like I don't know, see a movie, hanging with friends. You know, yeah, maybe ingesting certain things and i'm like how am i gonna get <laughs> yeah, home yeah, the bus yeah. it's so late like the bus isn't going home right at this hour and i'm like oh, i can just take a bike they're super <laughs> slow but they're also convenient the better yeah, at that hour yeah yeah that Dude, like no yeah no cars on the road like oh, it's great Good. what better way to get home than on a bike and safely yeah. I'm all right in real life i gotta go to the bathroom no that's all right you do okay. your thing <laughs> keep it going <laughs> oh. Oh, down. Oh. now you're good all hooked up there. <laughs> That's why Mike went before. Just grab some paper towels on the way back, and this puddle will be here for you for later. <laughs> anyway, um, so you, do you commute? You commute for uh, commute back and forth. The bike works. Yeah, and where I live in I live in Queen Anne, like not too far from here. Actually, right on, right on. Um, it's great. I mean, it's like. Good and bad. Like, it's good because I... How many miles for one? It's seven miles seven. each way. Okay. So, 14-mile round trip. Yep. If it's raining, I I used to just, like, push through it no matter what. Like, oh, I gotta get the miles. Like, but now I will take the light rail most yeah, days yeah, if it's raining. Yeah. But it's great. And in the summertime, there's so many routes that you can just, like... If it's super nice out, I'll go, like, up Lake Washington, around okay. Lake Union. So... Just getting in miles. It also justifies my horrible diet. Like, I eat yeah. <laughs> garbage all the time, and I don't think about what I eat, and I just am like, well, you know, I'm going to bike it off, so uh, I can eat that, like, extra tonkatsu in the ramen or right. whatever. Ooh, yes. That's um, definitely something. I miss, used to bike up to, um, like, UW area from Queen Anne. Yeah. So it's about seven miles, and yeah, I miss that commute for sure. But biking from Queen Anne to Bike Works, um, what type? You said there's a few different ways to go, and um, biking from downtown—that's that's kind of a barrier for me typically. Yeah. Just because I don't want to climb hills necessarily. So tell me about your your commute routes. Well, we were talking about commutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, 
Yeah. Specific route. <clears throat> yeah. From downtown, from Queen Anne to the south side in particular. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm climbing hills. It's, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. not really a lot of ways around it. And the the ways that you can get around it, like, aren't that pleasant. No. So I usually just, like, yeah, go through downtown and then, like, through the ID and up and over Beacon. Yep. Um, that's the fastest route. I used to take Rainier sometimes. Okay. At work, we call it the rat, the Rain, Rainier Avenue time trial. Yeah. Where it's like how fast you could get from Rainier and Jackson to, uh, bike works, which I think is about, I don't know, maybe like three miles mm-hmm. or something. So we would just like see how fast mm-hmm. we could ride down that. That's a dangerous one. It's so dangerous. Yeah. So I don't ride it anymore. Okay. I'm just like over that element of danger uh, but it's really the i mean yeah. i think it's the best it's gotta be the like, it's the flattest route for sure the best that's way just, yeah that's why it's the valley man they should put a bike lane on that road i mean it'll never happen but it would be so awesome i'm so sure i've got i've got dreams to build a scale model of the city to prove them all wrong oh yeah, yeah. Of like how it can work right well just to you know maybe like show what physics and momentum feels like when you're not behind the wheel of a car. That's a, I wish that everyone who like is like all city planners would ride a bike for a day or like there should be some sort of campaign. That's like ride a mile in your shoes or something, you know? Cause I think people don't know like how difficult it is when you're going uphill and and downhill. So many well-intentioned people in Seattle. It's endearing. Yeah. I think too is that they, they, uh, they like plan it so that, Almost that going uphill and downhill would be the same thing. That is, as if you need like the same bike lane going uphill as you would downhill. Yeah, it kind of cracks me up when I see a bike lane on a downhill. I'm yeah. just like, there's no way I'm gonna ride like that close to parked cars no. going downhill. No yeah, I'm taking the lane. I'm like going faster than the cars are. Yeah, I don't like pine for that reason at all. Yeah, it's it's nuts. But going uphill, it's great having a bike lane. Yeah. Um. So. Oh, since we're talking about Rainier, I, I don't think it would be real talk if we didn't like bring up some topical like things that they're trying to do to Rainier Avenue, I guess. Uh, whether it's bus lane or bike lane, you know, prioritize the bus right there. Yeah. You guys are just off of Rainier. Right. Um, and so many people ride the 7 right now. I don't know. I read too many news articles, I guess. That don't mean anything. But, <laughs> like, I think that it would be fine because right now it's like a four lane. Two going north, two going south, and then one lane just being the bus, and I feel like bikes could be fine in that lane. Yeah, too. I think so, too. But do they want... I guess... I he, he, Here's, like, the counter-argument that I always see in the fucking papers, and it pisses me off, really. They're like, like, but do they really want a bike lane? Like, people say that they don't even want bike lanes. Bikers don't even live down there. It's like... It's like, well, it's because... no. There's no fucking bike lanes down there, man. No wonder they don't live down there. They don't want to bike there. Yeah. They they will come. It's evident around here. I see tons of people biking down there. I think that they just don't look like the cyclists that you see using, like, the Westlake bike lanes and stuff. So people are like, oh, there's no cyclists out there. Right. But there's, like, tons of people that are riding to work, riding to school, just, like, Mm -hmm. going to the grocery store. But they're on... You know, like, they're not spandex-clad. They don't have, like... Which a lo- is funny, because Westlake Bike Trail is the worst place to ride fast ever if oh. you want to try and survive. And people, like, sprint <laughs> down it, which is the thing, and I'm like, yeah. dude, there's, like, pedestrians and, like, kids on scooters and yeah. stuff. Like, you right. can't Promenade. be going 30, min- 30 miles an hour down there. Yeah. It's not a ter- I mean, it's such a... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
So the cyclists just look different. Yeah, I think like I think this when a lot of people think of cyclists, they think of you know either you've got the panniers and the yeah. rack, yeah, or you've or you're like spandex clad with your like goggles built into your helmet type of thing. <laughs> um, yeah, they're not thinking of the people on like Walmart bikes that are just like trying to get from point A to point B quickly right. and safely. Right. Like I see, I mean, like you said, I work by Rainier and there are people riding their bikes on the sidewalks all the time, yeah. which is, I know pedestrians are really frustrated with oh, cyclists yeah. on sidewalks, but it's a great, it's the only way that people can ride down there really. Cause I mean, if you're riding mm-hmm. on Rainier, you're putting yourself in danger. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, there's just the availability out there. It's just, it's not, it's not there. You look at the map and you're like, oh, why is it so green in the middle in downtown? And why is it so green around this neighborhood? Yeah. And then you look at anywhere in South Seattle or West Seattle and you're like, where is it all at? Yeah. I There has been more discussion about like building bike infrastructure in the South End now. Good. But I think a lot of that is like, oh, you know, there's a lot of white people down in the South End now. Like we should put some bike lanes down there for them. Right, right. And so now there's this kind of like a people equate bike lanes with uh, gentrification, gentrification yeah, yeah. which is a problem because then it's that same argument of like, oh, do they like want it down there? Like, mm-hmm. I think the, people are like, no, we don't want it because they don't want gentrification. But right. like everybody Green wants safe. They've been down there for a long time. Yeah. And everybody wants safe roads. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, we that's actually had a very interesting encounter this uh, last weekend um, on a sidewalk riding from a bank because I mean it's like you can't ride on the street to get to the bank all the time no we the were in South Lake we Union the, South Lake Union I'm not setting this story up very good but um, maybe you can help me out with it we were so I I, I, was I just needed to go to the bank is all <laughs> and there was uh, Personal it's right on Westlake so there's like train tracks and it's a busy street and everything and then we're just leaving the bank and we're on the on the sidewalk right now and then coasting we, in the yeah. saddle but coasting yeah, yeah. cautiously I'm just, I'm just I don't know if you ever get these people who are maybe they're they like look up and they see you and they're startled because you're on a bike and you're like they weren't expecting that yeah but that's what happened to us so she like she was like looking down and then she looked up and then there we were on the bikes and then she was like asking well how come you guys are on the bikes right here there's like two blocks down there's a bike lane you should be over there essentially and it's asking us why we need to be on the 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 sidewalk (laughs) just trying to explain that yeah i needed to go to the bank and it's safe safe things on the sidewalk there's hardly anybody on the sidewalk but i just don't like these arguments about yeah seattle and i don't know it's kind of like any of those arguments (laughs) but safety safety yeah everybody wants a safe street Mm -hmm. everyone wants a safe safe sidewalk Sidewalk. they want a safe (laughs) sidewalk too yeah can't they coexist yeah, there's, like, I'm sure there are, like, a few bad eggs out there. Like, people yeah, who are just, like, yeah. sprinting on the sidewalk. Oh, definitely. But, and, and then everyone just assumes that's what, like, all cyclists are doing, I think. Right, right. Now, I've, yeah, now, like, making, like, a delivery, I've hopped onto the curb and kind of... Oh, I yeah. Wasn't very on, like, a one-way street or something, you're like, I can't go down the road, so I'll hop on yeah. the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. done it, yeah. Uh-huh. And I'll admit freely that I've done that deliberately, but after weighing carefully the options of my safety, which is the whole reason for, if you're inebriated, it's more helpful to take a bike. Oh, yeah. Because you're less likely to hurt yourself. Yes. Indeed. If you can stand up on two wheels, you're, I mean... I've, I've ridden home from Bush Garden in the ID, Yeah. like completely on the sidewalk like two o'clock in the morning i'm just like yeah it's not safe for me to be on the road all the way across all the way across town (laughs) and if it's not and if 
in your body, you know, your the reptile brand of your body is going to tell you to get off the bike. Is, I mean, yeah, it's going to happen. It's it's physical. I think the real question is, what song were you singing? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wuthering Heights by Kate Bush is a go-to Ooh, for me. Yeah, there you go. I'm sure. Can, we, yeah. can we play that without getting licensed? Probably. Probably. <laughs> uh, Epic by Faith No More is like my new go-to uh, karaoke song. That's a good one. Okay. I don't know either of these songs. So. Oh, I know Epic. Epic is like the first major rap rock like uh, success that, song. Sure. Okay, okay. Not that I'm a big fan of rap rock, but I, I love this song. Yeah, place in history. Oh, yeah, right. for sure. <laughs> good. And if it's a good karaoke song, sure. It's, yeah. It's epic, man. It's very it epic. It was on a rock that... band. I think it was on the original rock band, wasn't it? I, I never... I actually never played rock band. No, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, you're not missing much. <laughs> I played the first one, and... And that was, that was and it And I found my too. bicycle back. You know, yeah, jump yeah. Jump back on the saddle. That's how it goes. Cool. Well, then... Hey, oh, uh, also, we wanted to ask, what, what, like, what you ride? Oh, yeah, uh, your bikes. so the bike I rode today, can, wait, let's look at yeah, the video. Is, can you see it? It's, like, right there. Uh, it's, this is, uh, Redline Conquest Sport. <clears throat> not, like, a, not, nothing special, it's just got the frame at Bike Works, it got donated, uh, and built it up from there. Has lots of capabilities. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it's aluminum, which isn't my jam, but it's got clearance for big tires, so I ride 38s on it and oh. keep it kind of low pressure. Yeah, that's gotta be that cool. makes it kind of cushy. Yeah, it's got a rack, a uh, thing to hold my skateboard on the rack that Fairdale makes. It's like my favorite bike product ever made. Uh, what is where, it? Where's the... On the, the rear rack, you can see there's like this... This one? Attachment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's designed to carry a skateboard. Which is awesome. Oh, I see how it works. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and the front basket, bottle cages, you know, all the all the good stuff. Yeah. That's like my commuter. That's a nice one. And then I've also got a Titus HCR, titanium uh, rigid 26 mountain frame. Mm-hmm. So that thing is awesome. That's kind of like my touring adventure bike. Oh, cool. But I'll, I'll also shred it. Like, I'll go down Tiger Mountain on it, and people just gawk at me. Yeah. Um... Like, what are you doing out here? Yeah, they're like, whoa, well, full rigid. And I've got, like, surly open bars, which are, like, sweet back bars, you know? <laughs> so it looks like a comfort bike, but then on the trails, people are, like, shocked. It's mostly, like, do old, older people on, and a lot of guys who have a lot of money buying full suspension bikes and, like, uh, blast past them on uh, this full rigid, like, 90s mountain bike. They're like, whoa. <laughs> That's how I feel when I'm, like, passing people on carbon bikes. Oh, yeah. Say, you know, it's <laughs> the best feeling. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not... Yeah, I don't have the need for speed, like, that drive anymore. Mm, mm. For so many years, I just wanted to go as fast as possible, and now I'm just like, whatever. Like, I just want to get from point A to point B. Sure. Um, But it does feel really good, like, if you're riding in, like, a a big ride or something. Like, I did Chili Hilly a couple years ago, and I was just, like, an asshole with a front basket, (laughs) and I put, like, a boombox in it, and I'm blasting Thin Lizzy, just, like, (laughs) blasting by everybody. I'm like, man. Yeah, I'm just like, all these people, and they're, like, $3,000 carbon fiber bikes, and I'm just, like, blasting past them on my, like, 90s road bike. (laughs) Just like, Like, you call these hills? Yeah. (laughs) I was wearing, like, short shorts and a t-shirt, too. It was, like, 30 degrees out and raining. Oh, and then I have an old Sakai uh, road bike. It's called... It was... The model's called a Lady Sport. And what's cool is, whenever they made it 
Every size smaller than 50 centimeter came with a 24 inch wheel in the front and a 700C in the back. So I'll see the bike around town mm. and it has like a small wheel up front yeah. and then the big wheel in the back and it's so cool. Mine was a 50 so it came with 700 on both sides. Okay. But every once in a while I'll see someone with a small wheel and I'll be like, hey, same bike! And they look at me like I'm crazy because they've got like <laughs> drop bars on this really unique looking bike and I've got flat bars and mine's, I ride it as a single speed. It doesn't look anything like their bike, but yeah. I'm like, no, they're the same. The like you can't tell. Why did they do it with a smaller front wheel? I don't know much about that. Uh, it was, the bike was marketed towards w female riders mm -hmm. and, uh, <clears throat> who are often shorter than male riders. So to get, a top tube that's parallel with the ground, uh, yes. mm. you need to have a smaller, Front wheel, so the head tube can sit lower. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Terry Georgina, is that her name? Uh, the Terry frames, they also did it. They're kind of the ones, I think, who pioneered that. As opposed oh, to, like, awesome. a step-through type situation? Yeah, as opposed okay. to step-through. That way you have the classic road, road bike look. Yeah. Yeah. It's and the field geometry. Or... Yeah. yeah. Cool. Hmm. Thanks, for, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hardly know anything about bikes. Yeah, like I, I, I basics. I've got weird knowledge base where if someone's like talking about contemporary parts, I'm just like I don't know what you're talking about. The Seven thousand donations come in. You're, you yeah, know, you know a few things about anything that's been made in the last thirty years at least. Yeah, I know stuff that was like made from like 1970 until like 2000, and well, actually, like now, Bikeworks is kind of like ten years behind whatever the like trends are okay. so we're getting like stuff from 2008 right now and we're just like whoa this is amazing <laughs> wow 10 speed components <laughs> i think i just put on something like that it was like a derailleur that doesn't need to be what it is for my bike but because i'm going between like two cogs it doesn't need to index or any of that stuff but it's like so quick and the mechanics of it it's just so I don't know. It's like mm -hmm. a hair trigger for no reason. <laughs> yeah. We're just starting to get the mountain bike. What do they call them? The uh, clutch derailleurs where you can like adjust the spring tension for the chain. Oh, cool. It's like so you can run it like as a one by like a single chain ring and it'll keep the chain super tight so yeah, it doesn't fly so off. Huge cogs in the back. Yeah. Nice. We, we've got a few of those donated recently and we're like, whoa, this is like so nuts. But it's been like 10 years since those came out. <laughs> so, so you got like six more years for fat bikes to start showing up. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, we, like we've gotten a couple Walmart fat bikes donated. Yep. How are they? What do you do with those? Uh, we sold them. <laughs> okay. uh, I think for like $25 to a uh, regular, like we just couldn't get rid of them. Nah. So we were like, Hey, like you come here all the time. Like we'll give you a stupid deal. Uh, but they're dumb. They're so dumb. They're heavy. <laughs> they have like coaster brake hubs. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's like the most useless bike. That's, isn't that like the opposite of what you want to put on a heavy bike at a coaster brake? Yeah. Right. Okay. It's, it's like, you can't know much, but I know that much. Yeah. <laughs> You can't stop and you can't like pedal comfortably. Like there's, it's just like the worst of all worlds. It's like a cruiser mm. with big parts. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's yeah. like a, a cruiser that was made heavier for no reason. I guess for aesthetic reasons. Yeah, and if for the snow, I guess. Yeah, and snow. It's gonna snow around here or wherever. Yeah, but anyway, wherever. who knows? <laughs> yeah, it snows in places in Washington. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nothing rides on the snow like a fifty-pound cruiser sure. <laughs> with no sure. traction. With no brakes. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, electronic bikes? Oh, uh, yeah, y'all adapting for that, or like thinking about, you, it, thinking about it? 
We are a distributor of... Uh, there's a local bike... I don't even know what you would call them. They're like an e-bike uh, assembler. Like, they, they kind of ship in different, like, motors, and they mm-hmm. put e-bike parts on regular bikes. So I think we, I've seen flyers for that. Like, we'll come yeah, your bike. I think they're called Bike Swift. Um, they have offices on Eastlake okay. in, like, South Lake Union area. Okay. <clears throat> but we're, like, an official person that can convert a regular bike, official uh, shop yeah. that can convert bikes to e-bikes. So if someone wants to ride and they don't want to pedal, they can come to us and we can put a wheel on their bike and throttle. So we're not throttle. Far behind. We're not 10 years behind we're no. in some respects, which is cool to know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess we do have like some modern elements. And like we can work on modern parts. Like yeah. all the mechanics at Bike Works know how to bleed hydraulic brakes and cool. stuff like that. Mm. And do like electronic shifting and set of things like that. Like, we all have the knowledge, we just don't get to use it a lot. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, oh, electronic or, brakes and... Is that mm-hmm. anything about or that hydraulic brakes, electronic gears. Yeah. Or, like, uh, chainless gearing. Yeah. You know about that? Yeah, oh, we I'm were... I'm sure you do. I don't even, <laughs> I'm asking myself, do I know? No, I have no fucking clue. Yeah. Well, we were talking about that earlier, or before... I think I was pre-podcast recording. Yeah. The, like, bike share that I saw in Texas, it has, like, the direct drive... Yeah. No chain. Uh, there's just like a long rod, yeah. and the chain stay that goes from like the p- where you pedal to the gears in the back. So it's like a drive like, shaft. Yeah, like a drive shaft. That's exactly okay. what it is. Yeah, that's yeah. All I can think of is like a old muscle car with the drive shaft. Yeah, there's a name for that type of shift of uh, drive. I don't know what it is. Probably drive shaft. Anyway, yeah. There's no chain ring on the front. No cogs in the back. Hmm. It's pretty weird. And there's is this, is it a fixed gear or a single speed? I think it was a single speed. A, I saw it in Dallas. There's not a lot of hills, so I no, can't imagine there's like a... Oh, yeah. It's amazing how, like, the, the bikes look different from, like, region or cool. depending <laughs> on the landscape. Yeah. I see so many cruiser bikes or fixed gear bikes when I'm in, like, Long Beach, California. Yeah, yeah. Which is perfect weather for biking almost all year round, except in the summer. But people just relax and they just take their time on the roads and... It's, it's phenomenal. They don't need to, like, get speed. I mean, the people enjoy their speed there, too. Yeah. My mom lives in Satellite Beach, Florida, and when I go to visit, she has these, like, two aluminum cruisers with, like, big, like, three-inch tires on yeah. it. It's so much fun to ride around. Like, yeah, yeah, you're going, like, five miles an hour. Yeah. But it's awesome. Like, everyone else on a bike is just cruising, you know? Yeah. Totally laid back, kind of chill, kind of a beach vibe. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like similar it. to that, you were saying, that it's just, like, or LA's got a lot of single-speed culture i guess mm-hmm. just because you don't need it <clears throat> I, I mean i i gotta i like the single speed life until my legs start hurting but right um yeah. just because of that simplicity you know you don't have to think about you don't have to think about gears when you're riding a gear bike of course but it helps um but yeah it's, it's an interesting mm-hmm. regional um I, I had a thought about stationed bike share do you, you remember pronto right in the day and how yeah. that did not work necessarily no but i've seen it work before with um in like European cities that have the infrastructure in place where it's like a point to point thing. Yeah, it works in the states too. Like New York has City Bike that's been going yeah. for years. Mm-hmm. DC has one too. I don't know what it's called though. I don't know. But I was there. I was in DC over the summer, and that was right around the time that I kept hearing that Seattle's got another bike share thing, like stationless, and like, oh, this is cool. 
yeah. right? And then by the time I get back to Seattle, they're like, oh, now we have like a station list in, in D.C. I'm like, oh, it's, oh. oh shit. So it's, and you were just saying Austin's station list too, right? Uh, Dallas. 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 Yeah, Dallas has the station list all over the place. Okay. Uh. Didn't you say Austin had some bike sharing? They might. I think I was just talking about like Texas generally. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, but I saw most of it in Dallas. I'm sure Austin has one too. I just like wasn't biking when I was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, for the listener, I have been to Texas once in my life, so I'm not, like, an expert on it. <laughs> well, that's more than me. Uh, I don't know. You've been to Texas, Matthew? Uh, just passed through. Okay. Stopped in El Paso for a yeah. train stop, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, I think, El like, Paso. the... Paso. El Paso. El Paso. There's a play on words there. I'm just not quite... <laughs> yeah. We, we, could, we could work on it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they have it down. Everybody in El Paso has that joke. <laughs> yeah, I've never yeah. heard it before. Yeah, <laughs> I just wasn't there long enough. To Are you it. just El Pasoing through, or is someone at the train station? <laughs> <laughs> the train station's got it. <laughs> so this is a yeah. This might be a good place to start wrapping up. It, uh, we've been going for about an hour. Oh wow! Really? Time flies. It sure, it sure does. does. Do you have anything um, coming up, bike works wise? Warehouse sales? Anything? How? Where can we send the listeners to help? <laughs> Bikeworks.org? Yeah, uh, bikeworks.org uh, has all the information yeah. about upcoming classes. We offer classes to, like, bike, uh, bike mechanic classes to people. Mm. If anyone who's listening has kids and they want their kids to take summer camps mm. or uh, learn some bike mechanic classes, oh, some cool. skills after school, they mm-hmm. can do that. Mm-hmm. So bikeworks.org has all that. Or if they want to donate a bicycle, there's, like, tons of drops off locations around town so they can just look that up on our They're website all the way oh, great. All yeah. right. good to South Seattle nope yeah cool. I think there's a drop off location in Fremont mm-hmm. which is closest one to where we are right now nice but uh yeah I think people should just come to Bike Works uh, buy lots of stuff if you're looking for a used bike we sell refurbished bikes they're I think like the lowest price in town I mean you can get stuff for really cheap there oh yeah and yeah, I saw some really nice stuff there that are in the front uh, in front store. Yeah. That is it, do you put those bikes together? The ones that are, go up front. Yeah, it's like me and a few of my other coworkers like reassemble all the bikes that are for sale at Bike Works. Right on. They look yeah. really good. I always see people checking them out up front. I'm always checking them out. Oh, me too. There. Yeah, it's a great. What part is that? I mean, I work there, so I'm biased, but yeah, I think yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's a great shop. Sure. Um, how do you select? Do you have any type of criteria that you're selecting for, or how do you put? Uh, um. I built two bikes from parts, and I don't know, I just have all these crazy design ideas. You see a bike coming, you're like, oh, that's beautiful, I know what I want to do it. Is that something that comes, or do you have a, like a certain criteria that you have to build Oh, yeah, when you're, pu- <laughs> when, you're, when you're putting together a bike that's going to go up front or something like that. Yeah, there's a certain criteria. Like, I have to put out so many bikes, um, so a lot of times I'm just like, what's like an easy thing to fix? Like, I'll just mm-hmm. look for a bike that already has everything perfect on it in terms of componentry. Okay. And then I'll just like, you know, put on new cables and housing and like oh, adjust yeah. everything so it's working properly. Those are kind of like the majority of the bikes we put out are the ones that come stock and we just like put them back out, refurbished yeah. so they're like new. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then there are bikes that we get donated that's kind of like, oh, this is like going to be an awesome build. For myself, I love the old Trek 900 series mountain bikes, like old stump jumpers. Okay. Um, any of the like Bridgestone mountain bikes, 
I'm a small guy, so I like small wheels, and I like adventure biking, so I, I, I love, like, 26-inch, full-rigid 90 mount, 90s mountain bikes. Yeah, the I'll, classic. Yeah, one, yeah, I'll build those up with, like, those started s- on. <laughs> sweet back handlebars. It's really fun to build them as, like, drop bar com- conversions, so it's mm. kind of like a monster cross bike or, yeah. like, adventure bike. Yeah, yeah. They, ha- they have the um, cantilever brake? Or no? Yeah, yeah. They have, like, the canty mounts. I'll put, like, V-brakes on them sometimes, okay. the linear yeah. pull. I think those like stop a little better, but they don't yeah, look as you can good. Put some big fenders on there too. Yeah, big the, fenders, big tires, <laughs> yep. racks. Yeah, I, I mean, I like to build bikes that are like the bikes I ride. So it's cool. Definitely, and that I, I I like that a lot too because you are given like some like okay, do this many. So like yeah. okay, okay, so a few of them I'm just gonna put out, but then you also get to take your time and build stuff that you think other people will enjoy too. Yeah, I try to build at least a couple bikes a month that are like super fun, like put everything into it projects, like all the best parts, all the like coolest styles. Cool. But then we also put out a lot of bikes that are just kind of like, you know, the build that fits the frame Mm -hmm. type of thing. Like or custom work? Yeah, if someone wants to come in, like we charge a little bit extra. Yeah, yeah. But if someone's like, oh, I'm looking, I'm going on this ride this summer, like, I, I need a bike that fits these needs, hmm. we'll be like, oh, like, what kind of, like, riding position do you want to be in? Like, what kind of handlebars do you want? Like, do you, are you going to be commuting during the winter? Like, do you need fenders? Yeah. And we can find a bike that works for them, and then we'll just build it up. Oh, so, yeah. And then if someone doesn't work, we, usually uh-huh. when we do that, we'll ask for, like, a deposit. And then if, you know, when it's built, they'll test ride it. If they like it then they can buy it. They get, like, first dibs because we built it for them. But mm-hmm. if they don't, then we'll just... Yeah, just, just out another yeah, bike man. for the shop. Yeah, exactly. Cool. That is really cool because sometimes you're like, okay, you go into, like, the new store. You're like, okay, I want this one, but I don't want this one, and I kind of want something There's else. And so maybe it's a little bit too much. Yeah, and no, the salespeople <laughs> are really involved for, you know, for their own reasons. But, yeah, I don't know. That's a good... That's, a, that's something I never knew about them that you can request a more customized bike consultations and stuff consultation i'm I'm thinking about an electric conversion in my future as well as i'm getting older and the need for less analog components in my life and yeah wanting to go on more adventure racing i think fat tires and possibly electric assist could be in the future but that's Mm -hmm. good to keep in mind yeah we've got both of those things sweet anything else matthew no 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 just yeah so glad you came out here, man. Yeah, so me too. This Thanks has been fun. for bearing with us on the first live. <laughs> Seriously, I spilled stuff everywhere. That, so. that, that's the worst that happened? Was that the... Yo. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the worst that happens, and I'm okay with I'll it. I'll take that. Yeah, and nothing... I'll accept nothing that one. <laughs> so. All right. Hey, well, hey, thanks, Mike. Let's get the mic... Let's get the camera in here so they can see your face. Woo! This is Mike. <laughs> Mike at Bike Works in the warehouse. Go say hi. Yeah. Warehouse open on Wednesdays, Wednesdays and, fr- and Saturdays. Yeah, Wednesdays and Saturdays, noon to five. Noon to five. Yeah, and if you need to use our open shop, we've got uh, all tools available for y'all on Saturdays, noon to five. Come on down, wrench on your own bike. Excellent. I'll be there to answer questions for you. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably working on some fun stuff out there. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Right. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> cool. Well, hey, thanks again for coming by. Yeah, thanks for having me. This has been a lot of fun.